All right. September 16th. Feliz Dia de Independencia in Mexico. Yeah. Because we're a global podcast, so yes. we have to say, oh, and we have to say things like that. And Feliz Dia de Independencia in Chile, también. It's like the 4th of July, but there. That's sick. In Mexico and Chile. Cool. I think that we should celebrate the Independence Day of um, Mexico by... Getting some Sonoran hot dogs. They're the best thing ever. Dude. Shout out Rio Sonoran. Maybe they maybe maybe they'll give us some money to advertise for them on our podcast. I absolutely would, because I fully believe in their products. Uh just so the listeners are aware, I I did a mission trip for my church, as did Ben, but we were assigned to different places. Ben was in the Philippines and then later Southern Utah and Nevada. Then I went to Northern Mexico in the state of Sonora. And the thing is that Mexico makes better hot dogs than America, than the U S that is true. Is that is fact like that. There's no opinion on that. No, like it is. It's incredible. It's amazing. Cause you would go, you'll go to Sonora and you'll get a hot dog and they have them out on the street and in restaurants on carts and they're super cheap. But the, the, the weenie, the hot dog weenie itself is wrapped in bacon and it's thrown into this bun, which is light and fluffy and wispy and so good. And they'll put like pico, they'll put guacamole, they'll put cheese, they'll grilled put onions. beans, grilled onions. Guac. Yeah. Guac. Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, we, yeah. guac's included. That was like a weird but good addition. And, but even like there's different types you can get. When I was in Sonora, I had one that was, it was a hot dog wrapped in bacon that was wrapped in hamburger meat in a bun. So it was like a hot dog hamburger. It was amazing. Anyway, it was just amazing. So I was telling Ben about it and me and Ben and a couple other buddies of ours, we went to this place here in Provo that makes Sonoran hot dogs and that was the first one I've had since being back. And it's it was, amazing. Highly it was really good. Real Sonora yeah. Provo off 300 South. So uh, anyway, but back to America, back to America. Um, September 16th, we're here in Provo. Uh, unfortunately, BYU does not have a home game tomorrow. No, nope. they got a big game though. We do have a big game and we'll get more into that. Yeah. Uh, tomorrow but i just want to reiterate how awesome last week was being in this in the stadium yep. how electric and just chaotic and emotional roller coaster just an yeah. overall awesome experience i agree for a byu game and win and second night. i think you know if we could go back to our previous episode of like best fan experiences that would be thrown I think that was my, as well. my best EYU footballs. I think that was that probably had to be even over Utah. Yeah. That was oh that's hard. I the I game so. the game itself much better. Was a lot better. The Utah was fun because it was, was also fun. electric and we beat Utah. Yeah. From a pure game standpoint. Yeah. Football objectively yeah. last week. So, but we'll get more into that. But first, 
we're going to real quick give our picks update. Dallin is void from this because he was just a guest pick, guest picker, but shout out him for doing well on the uh, – also, uh, shout out pretty him well. for talking about how it is the Cowboys' year. The Cowboys' season is now finished. Shout out him also for talking about hashtag horns down and that they were going to, quote, get pooped on by Alabama. But they didn't. I think we were all wrong there. So yeah. that's right. Shout out down, our boy yeah. D. But so our total, I our total up to this point, I have eight points. I got four week one. I got four this past week. Uh, Liberty, Iowa State, Houston, and Tennessee all covered. The only one I missed was Arizona. Ben did better than his week one. Still not as good as Tyler. So the first week, yeah, as Tyler said, he had four. I had two. This past week, he had four again. I had three. I had Washington State. Uh, covering Wisconsin, they ended up winning outright. So I got that one. I had Wake covering Vandy, which me and Tyler argued about on the podcast. I ended up on the correct side of that one, thankfully. And then I had BYU covering against Baylor. Got that one right. And I missed entirely on both uh, Virginia teams' games. I had Virginia winning, Virginia Tech not. Virginia Tech won easily. Virginia got crushed. I, although that probably was more, those were two probably more emotional picks than you would have thought. I really felt those two. But I I agree. I agreed with you. I think that was very shocking to me as well. So so I'm not, I'm not. uh, Gonna throw me under the bus. I won't throw you under the bus because I was, I was with you there. So, but so I'm up eight to five and we're gonna go into week three here with our picks. And then NFL. NFL. Um, I don't think the Saints didn't cover because they won by one. You had the Saints, right? I thought the Saints were actually not even favored, but if that's the case, maybe they were. But yeah, uh, Saints won, which I'm happy for, but uh, I'll double check. Um, Yeah, it was Saints minus five and a half. So I'm on one. And I actually got that one. So I'm up one on that. What was your game? Uh, Oh, Dolphins. Dolphins. Pats, you're spot on with that one too. So, yeah. and then we can give at the end of this one, we can give our yeah, our, because we like we like re- previewing and picking the college games a lot, but we love the NFL just as much almost. So it's good to recap. Emphasis more on the recap for the NFL. Emphasis more on the preview and picks for college. Yeah, but we cover both. Yeah, so. we'll go with that. So let's let's hop into our picks for college let's football, and then we'll wrap. We'll wrap everything up with NFL. I so, think is it back to you first? I I think it I think it's me. Cool. You, um I think the game I'm most confident about is Oklahoma at Nebraska. What do you have? It uh spreads Oklahoma minus eleven. I'm going Oklahoma. I think they win by fourteen. I think it'll be a close game. But I think Oklahoma is bound to win by at least 14. One of my picks, actually, that I felt most confident that's probably going to go with first was Nebraska. Really? All right, why, why don't you give me your take on that then? Okay, so I think that Nebraska home game against Oklahoma, they haven't played in a while. 
So it's like a fun rivalry. Yes, fun like old rivalry. Bringing back the old rivalry. Um, and they got rid of Scott Frost, which can't be a negative. True. It really can't. It can't be a negative. And the replacement interim coach, so home game, old rival, got rid of old coach. So, like, there's a good chance, in my opinion, that they end up stepping up. It's Mickey Joseph, who played in college. I believe he played for Nebraska. Let me – yes, he played for Nebraska – and he had a career-ending injury on a dirty hit against mm. Oklahoma. Oh. He also was an assistant coach for Coach O when Coach O took over as the interim coach for LSU and Muslims. So I have this renewed – I this is one of those where I feel so good about it, but I know there's a chance I could be wrong and they lose by a million. But that's why I like – Nebraska. Of course, this doesn't count for my pick. This is Tyler's pick. But I like Nebraska for that one. And the fact that Nebraska loves losing one score games. That's fair. For the, all those reasons combined. As as far as covering the spread, that is definitely a valid pick. Yeah. I and I actually I can definitely see Nebraska yeah. covering, if not potentially winning. It's more of a heart than heads. Yeah. And I think, but this is my Oklahoma, thing. I'm not sold. Yeah, I'm so, not sold on them, but the line is kind of. But this thing, uh, Dylan Gabriel is good. Yeah, I actually think he's better than Caleb Williams. I actually think he's that is an absurd actually, thing because I I don't think Caleb Williams is all that great. That I'm a Caleb Williams hater. I I am one hundred. Oh. I am one hundred percent a Caleb Williams hater because I'm sorry. I I am I am willing to. To agree with you, you know this. I, I don't just oppose you, but that that is an absolutely asinine opinion. But is it though? Because Dylan Gabriel yes. actually had he's had a decent career at UCF, <laughs> and he's he's lefty, right? He like he's he's got a nice arm, and he's finally now on a team that has the athletes and has the talent that he didn't quite have at UCF, and. Obviously, Oklahoma, they played, I think, like Kent State and, I don't know, some other team. Um, so, they haven't – UTEP. It's not like they've uh-huh. played top-notch competition. But, um, but Caleb Williams forever has just been surrounded by basically the best of the best, whether it's receivers, even now at USC, and talent. And he still kind of underperforms in my mind. If the season ended today, he would win the Heisman. But luckily, it's not. And but luckily, it's not ending today. And and I think it's hard. USC hasn't played anyone it's, though. It's okay. No, it's, it's, it's okay to be wrong. No, Tyler. no. It's I'm okay. saying. I'm saying. Okay. I'm saying. Dylan Gabriel. Let's let's put it this way. I, by the end of this season, look. You know, I I respect I think the hot take. By by the what? end. Uh, well, okay. By the end of the season, Dylan Gabriel will be a better quarterback or have better stats. Okay. Than Caleb Williams. Okay. Maybe, I'm maybe just, right now. Maybe you, right now. Can you put a reminder in your phone. I'll, I'll put for a like a few mind. months from now. I want to recheck on this. Let's go, Dylan Gabriel. Just put. I, just put like like two or three months from now, like towards the end of the season. Put like a reminder that just says Caleb Williams versus. All right, you got it. 
Dylan. Caleb Williams. Now, now okay. we're really gonna have to keep. So, but, but this, but that's that's my that's yeah that is a okay. very hot take. I'm aware of that. Yeah. But I actually think he's a lot better than people think. And again, I'm a Caleb Williams hater. I don't think he's as good as people think. Okay. So, but having said that, that's my first pick. I think Oklahoma. Okay. I think they have better talent, and I think there's just way too much stuff happening within Nebraska, regardless of the talent that they have. Yeah. I just think there's too much going on there. It will be competitive, but Oklahoma wins by 14. Okay, gotcha. Well, before we get – I'm going to just bring up my Caleb Williams point and then transition to my my pick. Go for it. Um, So Caleb Williams, his stats on the year, he has thrown for 590 yards through two games with six touchdowns. No interceptions and a 96.5 QBR, which is second in the nation. All right. Well, let me and I one up you. Dylan Gabriel has thrown for 529 yards, five touchdowns, and does not have nearly as good of a QBR as Gil Williams. But I'm saying, I don't know who, who has USC played though. Rice, not good. Yeah, it's Stanford. Better, I would not that, great, but better. It, better than UTEP and Kent State, but yeah. still, it's yeah. it's too early yeah. to compare. Anyways, but Dylan Gabriel's Rice, keeping up. Rice, he was nineteen for twenty-two, two hundred forty-nine yards, two touchdowns, with six rushes for sixty-eight yards. Yeah, and he's then, a runner. He's a run, he's a great running quarterback. But when push comes to shove, I don't think Stanford, he's great. At Stanford, twenty for twenty-seven, three hundred forty-one yards. You know what? I take that back. It was at Stanford, but I am not going to pretend that that no one goes to uh, rushing nine tests for four years, the long of ten years. So I mean, you know, it's early on in the season, but I think this is like a Kyler Murray Baker Mayfield type year for Caleb Williams. Like I think he's probably the if the season ended today, I think he is the Heisman, and I think he will end up. All right. Just just saying that. I will go on to my pick. Um, hmm, I have a lot on this board that I like. Uh, the one that I'm going to roll with right now, though, is uh, this Miami-Texas A&M game. Mm. I think Texas A&M covers their favorite by – let me find exactly how much they're favored by, but I like it. I am going with Texas A&M – Texas A&M covering six points. I think Texas A&M at home wins by touchdown. I I like that. I think they bounce back. I, I This is a bounce back, back cover. Like, I like a lot of these bounce back situations this week. I think Texas A&M is one that's going to bounce back. Haynes King has been benched this week. Max Johnson starting for them, who played some at LSU last year. Lefty, uh, Southpaw quarterback. Um, it's not really as much about Miami. I think Miami's still a pretty good team. Uh, with that being said, I think it's a bounce back for Texas A&M because they got embarrassed. Last year, they were the biggest joke besides them and Notre Dame were the biggest jokes in the country last week. I think they're far too talented. I think this will kind of light a fire in them a little bit um, at home again. And also with Miami, although I think they're good, um, we're always way too quick to assume that they're good because we think no. they're good every year and they aren't necessarily. I think this year's different, but I think this is kind of a wake up call because 
Miami's a team that relies a lot on having more talent because they recruit better than other people, and they're not going to you, you said that was your second pick, but wasn't that your first? That was my – it was good. Yeah, so that's my oh, first okay, pick. Okay. Second overall pick, it really was my second behind the Nebraska one, though. I was honestly going to go with that one. So that's why I think I said second. Gotcha. But All right. that's okay. All right. I was, I was just thinking, I was just tripping. But cool, cool, cool. No, you're good. You're good. No, I, I like that. I think AM comes out mad. Yeah. And upset. And I think their fans kind of do as well. So yeah. I yeah, I will go my second game. I uh yeah, let's go with this one. There's Texas Tech at NC State. NC State's favored by 10. I'm going Texas Tech. I think um, as we previously talked about, don't think NC State is as good as people think they are. And Texas Tech beat Houston. It was an impressive, impressive win um, over a ranked team in Houston. I, I'm just not super set on what Devin Leary's doing. I also think uh, – the running back, Taj Brooks at Texas Tech is very good as well. I think just uh, Big 12 offense might be too much for NC State to handle. It will be a close game, uh, but I think Texas Tech at least covers. Cool. Uh, but I, I think I would pick them to win as well. Gotcha. So that, that's my second You're going to be surprised. That was on my list of picks, but I was going NC State. Dude, we are just not two peas in a pod. No, today. we are not today. And the reason that I was going to, um, I like agree with what you said, like totally. But I think this is like a bounce back opportunity for NC State after the last time that they were in the spotlight with any sort of relevant games. ECU won. I don't know who they played last. Week. Let me see who they played last week. But they played ECU and should have lost week one. Uh, they beat Charleston Southern last week. That hardly even counts. Um, they're kind of like the media darlings of the ACC. Everyone was high on NC State. Denim Leary was the preseason ACC player of the year. Um, I thought they kind of got their – they got humbled a little bit in that ECU game. Uh, so I think they're looking for an opportunity to get back on track. I still don't think they're a great team. I still think they're overrated. But I think especially Texas Tech coming off of that emotional – Double OT game. I think those combinations combined for me that matchup. But again, reiterating, I don't have that pick. Tyler claimed that pick, so we'll see. I, I like that we're different a lot, though. It's good for good. Oh, it'll be a fun weekend, man. Yeah, I think so too. Um, here, it's a. I am going to go with my second pick. I feel insanely confident in it. In 15 minutes, Florida State plays Louisville in Louisville. Florida State is favored by two and a half points. If Florida State were favored by a million, I bet on. Yeah, like I, I think Florida State easily wins. I'm anti Louisville after they embarrassed me in my first pick, and they should have lost last week to a not great UCF, not team. a great UCF team. I just don't think they're very good. Um, and I think Florida State is good. Yeah. So 
Um, I mean, I don't think they're fantastically good, but I think What's they're – Travis, Travis Jordan? Jordan Travis. Jordan Travis. Yeah. So I like Florida State in that one. Minus two and a half especially. Got Florida State there. Yeah, uh, Travis Jordan is uh, – Is that somebody? Or what is the quarterback? Jordan Travis. Jordan Travis, gosh. Jordan Travis, I think, is by far the best QB they've had probably since Winston, maybe Francois. Yeah, those are the only. I think he's. I think if, if yeah, he he's plays, probably better than if Francois. He, if he plays like he did against um, LSU. He's much better than Francois. Yeah, that's what I think too. But probably, yeah, probably the best team since uh, like the James Winston yeah. era. You're not giving. This is a. I just want to note that Tyler's anti Alex Hornibrook on this podcast. I Hornibrook uh, is. He's bad. I, no, I, I'm kidding. He's I terrible. I like lefty quarterbacks. <laughs> yes, but he was bad. But Hornbrook was <laughs> he was Horn, so bad. I, I was Hornbrook torched BYU in 2017. Really? But like it was because I think he just made the right throw every time, and yeah, our and team was horrible. Time, Wisconsin was just, yeah, and Wisconsin anyway, was much better. There's no reason for us to be talking about Alex Hornbrook here, but. No, we'll get him on the pod. <laughs> By the way, we haven't heard back from Mike Wright, the Vanderbilt quarterback. Yeah. Um, but so we'll try the to clock has expired on that one. We're now on to greater and bigger things with Alex Hornibrook. We want him on. Yeah, we'll podcast. get him. We'll, we'll message him. But cool. anyway. Um, Moving on. Uh, it's my third pick. Third pick, I'm going uh, Big Ten SEC matchup in Penn State at Auburn. Uh-huh. Um Penn State's favored by two and a half. I'm going Penn State. I agree. Okay. That's, uh, that was one on my list as well. Okay. Um, I don't think Penn State, honestly, is great. No, but, but Auburn's bad. Yeah, I don't think Auburn's all that great either. TJ Finley is not a good quarterback. <laughs> no. um, he's a big body, though, so he's a very unique. He's 6'7 and 250. So yeah, he's a, big dude. Yeah, he's big. Um, I think the only life that Auburn has offensively is Tank Bigsby. He is awesome. He's I think very, very good. He's awesome. But I think, you know, you got Sean Clifford coming back. Um, and he's had pretty, you know, he's as a he's been okay. He he's, might get benched at some point this year. But with that being said, I feel way better about Penn State overall. Like, Auburn's kind of like – it's just kind of yeah. a dumpster fire over there. Yeah. Uh, what's his what's his face? Harlan? Harson? Harson. Harson. He's get fired at it's... some point. He's not going to finish the year. Yeah. And and if he does, then – Who cares? He'll get fired after. Yeah. So, I, <laughs> I, I, I what yeah. I will say is that when uh, seeing Penn State click on that final – Drive to beat Purdue, and Purdue's actually a decent team. Yeah, they are. You know, I, I they were my favorites, uh, other than Ohio State, to be in the Big Ten championship. Uh-huh. Um, so I thought that was a great win. Uh, Sean Clifford, I mean, five TDs in one interception, and he's thrown for almost five hundred yards. It's not horrible. Um, I think Auburn's gonna be a tough environment, but Penn State will win by at least three. Right. I could see it'll probably be like a like a twenty to seventeen. Kind of game. I don't think it'll be very high scoring, but I, I'd say Penn State, like you said, there's just too much going on in Auburn, and I think Penn State yeah. takes this one. So. And they're just not very good. That, yeah, that, that combo, great. that combo there. Um, two teams where I think their backup quarterbacks are better than their starters. 
Yeah. Enough. Penn State's got this really good back at quarterback. I already forgot his name, but he's done well in the limited time that he's had. Penn State fans are already kind of pushing for him to start. And I'm a little confused that TJ Finley's been starting over Zach Kelsey. The the Cuban miss. I, I won them the who won Texas AM that game against um Alabama. Anyway, I, I do agree with that pick. Next, I am going with uh, another team, the other main team that got embarrassed last week. I think that Notre Dame covers 12 against Cal. Uh, they're favored by 12. I like Notre Dame in that game. Um, comfortably, I think that defense comes ready to play. I think that um, there will be something just wasn't right with the offense from Tyler Buckner. I don't think Drew Pine, he played, he got plenty of run for them last year. I don't think he's good by any means, but I think something fresh, something new will be good for them. Uh, And it's their first game, well, not their first game at home, but it is at home. um, And Cal's not a very good team. So I think that they should be able to win this game comfortably, get Marcus Freeman his first win as Notre Dame's head coach. Yeah, I, Notre Dame's defense is great. It is. Even against Marshall, they were good. You couldn't yeah. ask really for much more. Yeah, they did uh, what you should do. It's just the difference is Notre Dame should be able to score 40. Yeah, and it's really hard and frustrating as a defense when you – when, Yeah, exactly, when your offense goes three now and you have to go out there. So yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know much about Cal, so I can't really speak for them. But I don't really either. It's more a Notre Dame bounce back. So yeah, yeah, nice. So. Respect that. I'm gonna go. Um, I I like these smaller games a lot. There's Georgia Southern at UAB. UAB's favored by twelve. I'm going Georgia Southern. I'm going really Georgia Southern. This year, well. Maybe it's a little, maybe 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 it's a little emotional. Maybe I'm a little, I'm a little mad that they they showed this up last year in Shreveport. So, um, but I, you know, I I was right about Liberty that they would get the dub in CUAB and Georgia Southern just beat Nebraska. That's a pretty solid win. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't think that's something to. Just gloss over. I think we can look at Georgia Southern and at least in the mid-major, smaller major schools um, within the Sun Belt, Conference USA, even some independents, Mountain West, whatever. I think Georgia Southern's probably the better on the, than those teams, and I think they, I think they win pretty, pretty handily at UAB. Do I know anything about Georgia Southern? I do not, but. I, I just feel good about that pick. So cool. I, I just think that's a big win. Uh, I mean, those are Big Ten athletes. Those are good. I mean, they're still really good, talented players there. So yeah. uh, that impressed me. So I'm riding. I'm riding that train. Georgia Southern beats UAB by 17, 37 to 20. Cool. I like that. I think this one. I'm going. I've gone with three um, teams to cover who are favored. So now I want to throw in an, at least an underdog in here somewhere. And the one that I'm going with is UTSA is going to cover 12 and a half 
at Texas. I love UTSA. I love UTSA as well. Um, really, I came away program-wise. I think Texas is like on the track to be a power. Like I think Texas is going to be back. The issue though is Quinn Ewers got hurt. Um, my Texas's back statement is contingent on Quinn Ewers' health and playing status, which he is not. Hudson Card's not bad, but they couldn't really fully get anything going. Again, back of quarterback Alabama. Yeah. So I'm not gonna. I'm not using that against him. That's a tough, but although they hand to be win. dealt, they didn't win, right? Yeah, but like it was a moral. Texas. Yes. So, like, I think there's there's kind of a letdown spot here for Texas. Even Sarkeesian said this is a big, big like performance for our program in the future. Um, I think that they win, but by like a touchdown. And I think it's kind of a sign to come that although they're talented, they're good. They're probably a year away with yours out. Um, I think they're a year away. I think that they're going to be kind of winning a plenty of games this year, but I think they're stumbling. It's not going to be pretty. They're going to win eight, nine games, but it won't be pretty. Yeah. So I, I think Texas wins this game, but it's close. I, I like Sarkeesian. Yeah. I do too. He's a BYU he's a guy. Shall we, shall we support him for sure? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think he's better than Charlie Strong. Than, um, Herman even. Herman, yeah. Herman. I, I thought he would be good, but Herman. I thought so too. But, you know, it's uh, a, it's a, that's a, Texas is is hard. I think that's hard. That's a tough job. Um, also, this game, I like that pick a lot because there's zero benefit for Texas in this game. If they win, nope. it's, okay, you should have won. Even though, personally, I think UTSA is a good team. Like, yeah. that's, a, that's a solid yeah. win if you beat UTSA, but no one else is going to think that. You know, the college football committee, playoff committee, they're not going to think that, even though they should. Um they win, it's like, well, duh, you should have beaten them. And if you lose, then it's embarrassing, right? And so yeah. it's Those a trap game. It's a trap game. Uh, I, I I love that pick. I'm I'm a roadrunner. So uh, we're going to stay in Texas for my fourth pick. Kansas plays at Houston. Houston's favored by eight and a half. I'm Kansas. I'm a Jayhawk, man. Kansas is legitimately good. They – their offense is legitimately good. I'm still I still have they, questions about their defense. They have a great coach, Lance Leipold. He is awesome. So I I think Kansas. I love that pick. I you know, I don't know if they'll win. I actually think Houston is I, I all of my picks so far have involved Houston. Yeah. And yet I don't know much about Houston, but I think in Houston. I, I think it's kind of similar to the Texas UTSA. I feel like this is a, a trap game. I feel like Houston's expected to win, and so they won't. They'll come. They'll they'll play with their on their heels, yeah. while Kansas is on their toes. Kansas will be ready, and I mean they're two and zero. I think that's the first time they've ever been two and zero since like two thousand seven. So I don't know. I I feel good about Kansas. I, I I agree that Leipold is a great coach. Yeah. And I know uh, they got a decent running back in Devin Neal. Mm-hmm. And Toon, the quarterback, Clayton Toon. He's pretty good. 
Yeah, he's I, I, I for some reason I just expect him to be better, and he just hasn't quite quite gotten yeah, there yeah, for me. Yeah. So that's my fourth pick. I think Kansas covers, and I wouldn't be surprised if they win. Gotcha. I am really stuck between two right here. Um, just I, give just give both. Just give both, and then we'll do mine. I'll give you that. Okay. Happy birthday. Thank you. Happy My early birthday. My birthday's going to be next time we make picks. That's true. That's fine. I'll take this earlier. Okay. But, uh, so we'll each do six this week. Um, okay, so I'm going to go with my fun one. This is more Wait, like, hold on, hold on, hold on. How many? This is your four and five, right? No, that's the problem is I have four right now. You're at four, so this will be five? Yeah, because you should have you should have five. Hold on. One, two, three. So you went oh, yeah. All right. No, just kidding. No, I'm not giving you that. No. Okay. No. Okay. You don't get that. Sorry, your birthday's not until next week. I'll give it to you next week. Okay, that's fine. Pick, um, you got to pick one you're most confident with, and then you can say. Okay, I'll I'll I'll, I'll you can I'll honorably say my mention. other one honorable mention, but it won't count. Correct. Okay, so I'm going Washington favored by three beating Michigan, who is the number eleven team in the country, but they're up. Uh, yeah, Washington. It's actually by three and a half, uh, but. I really like Washington this year. They're traditionally – these teams are very program-wise, have been on the same par the last decade or so, uh, like very competitive 9-10 win teams that have each made the playoff once to then be embarrassed by them. And um, also they both have, have had seasons within the past decade and they just sucked. Yes. Just been flat horrible. Exactly. And Michigan State, they were really good last year. They're ranked really high this year, even though the team is completely different. Um, they've been they have Mel Tucker, who's done a good job through his two years there, um, but they don't have Kenneth Walker anymore. They do have the quarterback. Uh, is it Thorpe or Thorne? I think it's Peyton Thorne. I think it's Thorne with an A. Thorne. Okay, that's right. Uh, because I know who he is. Um, he's kind of erratic. I think Michigan State, they haven't really fully been tested yet this year. Like Akron and Western Michigan. I still think they're a decent team, but this is in Washington. Washington hasn't been good for a minute. It's been been a few years. Yeah, it's been a few years. It's in Washington. That's a place where people do care when they're good. And they have their head coach, Kalen DeBoer, who came from Fresno State last year, did a great job, almost Brock. Or almost brought, um, I think his name's Hefner, uh, Fresno State's QB over. He couldn't. It's Jake. Let me look up his last name. Hayner. Jake Hayner. He was good. Uh, DeBoer was his coach. He tried to bring him over to Washington. He didn't. But he was able to bring over. The IU transfer. Yes. Malik Penance. Who is good. Yeah, for Indiana, Indiana, he was over COVID. He was great. Yeah. And that team was great. Last year, he and that team stunk. But I think it was more that the situation wasn't good. Now that he's in Washington, I think he's got good coaching. I think they're going to be into it. I think this is like a Washington is back kind of game and sort of a Michigan State's been living on cloud nine for the past year. Plus, 
I think they come back down to earth this game. They're still a good team. Heck, I think they might be better than Washington, but I like Washington in this matchup. I also say Penix, I think the year that they were pretty bad, Indiana, he got injured. I think it's just been – he wasn't as mobile as he was before. So, I uh, – I, I like the Hoosiers as well, so got to send my boy. So, cool. what was your honorable mention? My honorable mention was Troy covering and beating App State wow. for College Game Day. The reason, basically, being that I think that it's hard if you're a team like App State to win a game against anybody after beating Texas A&M at Texas A&M and then getting. Yeah, there's a that lot. Feels like a major trap. But I know nothing about Troy. Um, I feel pretty you're, confident. You're App making you're, you're making a pick that I would make. I, I feel pretty confident that App State uh, is better, but I still get the vibes that Troy could win that game. But when it came down to it, I felt more comfortable making that Washington issues. I respect that. So, I I had I had that game. I didn't choose it, but I had App State because mm-hmm. I just like Chase Bryce. So, there we go. I, I like it too. Um, and then uh, I want to talk about BYU Oregon. Cool. I can't pick. I can't pick that game just emotionally. Yeah. It, it's just too much. Mm-hmm. Um, we we briefly talked about it, but uh, Oregon's favored by three and a half. Yeah. Uh, it's at Austin Stadium in Eugene, Oregon. BYU probably won't be without their top two receivers yet again. Yeah. But. Hey, yeah, if we if we did it once, we could do it again. Yeah, I we've already we talked about this off air, but I agree with you that I'm I'm not confident that we're gonna lose, but I'm not confident we're gonna win. It's very yeah up in the air for me. I uh, I agree. I think if I were to make a pick, because I'm just so in like usually very enthusiastic, like I feel like this is one that they lose by like three. Like if I if which you would were, cover the spread? Yeah, if you're pointing a gun to my head, I think I'd tell yeah, which would be BYU covering the spread. If you put a gun to my head, I think I'd say Oregon despite a field goal. Like a slight letdown spot for BYU, kind of a revenge game for Oregon after being embarrassed by Georgia. Yeah. So for those reasons, especially and with it being in Eugene, that what I think is mostly leading game. I think that's why I lean Oregon if I'm making an objective pick on it, but I didn't feel strongly enough to. That wasn't even in my list of things I considered picking. Yeah, they, it's it's too. I think it'll be a really close game, but yeah. I do. I'm scared of a couple things. Just yeah. as a BYU fan over the years, it reminds you of when BYU played at Michigan. That there's a, it's a big team, big brand. You go into their stadium. Just coming off a tough game, BYU won this past week. But when they played Michigan, they had barely lost. It was it was when they had a hail mary against Nebraska, hail mary against Boise State, and they had a a failed hail mary against UCLA. Uh-huh. And then they went and they just got they were just tired, beat up, and just got absolutely manhandled by Michigan. So I am scared of that. I'm scared that BYU. I don't think that happened. I, I'm scared that BYU is not going to play up to – because, like you said, I think Oregon, they're like, we have another top, you know, top 10, top 15 team coming into our place. Last time 
we were on national television. Yeah. We got spanked. Like, we got destroyed. This is our chance to prove that we're not garbage, which I don't think they are. But I think there's so much more emotion on their end. And I hope I'm wrong, but I'm yeah. with you. I'm, I'm just I'm, – I'm personally scared. Yeah. I'm scared. I, I'm not scared of Oregon crushes. And I can tie that – the reasoning to that with two words, which is Bo Nicks. <laughs> Bo Nicks is not going to destroy him. He's a game manager. He's someone – Honestly, if they had, if Oregon had anybody else at quarterback who I think was like, even they may not be as good or as big of a name, but they're slightly more dynamic. Bo Nix isn't dynamic. They don't trust him to throw downfield. Um, I think with BYU, it's a, it's a matter of putting Bo Nix in uncomfortable situations. If they put Bo Nix in uncomfortable situations, I think they win. If they don't, it's you probably because Oregon uses their speed to make us uncomfortable. Baylor was a power team. We're a power team. We outpowered them. We're playing kind of as more of a speed team, speed, athletic, finesse team. So I think if you put, um, you know, if we can compete with that, we put Oregon third and long sort of situations. I like our chances because I don't, if you're forcing Bo Nix to make plays, you got to like your chances to do that. But it's a matter if that happens. If Chris Brooks runs for over 100 yards, we win. Yeah. That for sure. That we, if we even establish some kind of running game against Baylor, we handle them. Yeah. You know, 14 point win. But obviously that didn't happen. Obviously Baylor was not going to let that happen. Um, But I think he's going to be the key to this game. Not the offensive line, not Jaron Hall. They're going to do their thing. I know Chris Brooks, as a running back, you get a handoff. And sometimes you can only do so much, but I feel like he needs to provide a spark on the ground. Kind of, even if there's nothing there, create some more. Yeah. I think think a big part of that is going to be getting our receivers the ball early. Establishing a passing game will allow for Oregon not have to – Oregon can't pack the box, and that will leave um, openings for the offensive line and Chris Brooks. Or the reverse, you establish the run game, and then you can get – Okay, but can, my, my counterpoint to that is we tried that for a half last, last week, and it didn't. Uh, but counterpoint to your counterpoint, you say yourself that Baylor's power team. They are. And – I actually think Oregon has the same power on that D line. I think they have a pretty good I think they do. Line. I mean, like, their they're best. I'm with you. Their best defensive player I, is, is Noah a, Sewell. Noah Sewell. Uh, they He's also, up there. Uh, he, they have a really corner. Okay. They have a great corner. Okay. I know that's supposed yeah. to be on the NFL. I think, so. I think we're going to have to. It'd be really great. If, I, I doubt Gunner plays. It'd be really nice if we could get Puka play. Should we ask? Let's ask Puka. He's going to play right now on air. It'll be breaking news if he plays or not. You know how crazy that would be. I don't think he knows. Yeah, no, that's fair. But um, yeah. anyways, I can see this going either way. I think if you're putting a gun to my head, I'm leaning Oregon. But I'm not. I'm not confident in BYU right now. But I'm not not confident. Yeah. It tomorrow will be. 
really comes down to playing out of Oregon. Yeah. And the that's the tiebreaker for me along with BYU let down, Oregon coming back having a second. Yeah. That, no. that, that's that's the and that's only hard. reasoning. That's the only reasoning for Oregon. 27-24. And if BYU can overcome that and somehow pull out a win, that's that will big. say a lot about BYU. Yeah. Yep, so, but, okay, we had to talk about that. Uh, uh, quick, quick. Any other games? Um, Quick Chiefs-Chargers talk. And then oh, our gosh. last week. Oh, gosh. All right. But as far as college football. College I football. Like, I think I feel like we're it. fine. We're fine. That's there. it. So that's college football. Let's talk about my Chargers. Yeah. Um, I was I was unable to watch. Great game. I didn't get to watch all much of it, but I, I saw highlights. I saw stats. Keep up with the score. How, yeah. How how did we lose that game? That's um. That was tough. It's that just, pick six. Yeah. That pick six was. Yeah, that was the difference. Yeah. Well, really. obviously, yeah, that was. Um. But it actually that made me that made me very hopeful because we were the better team, mm-hmm. and I don't necessarily think we were yeah, out coached yeah. either. I felt like Staley yeah. made the right decisions to kick field goals um, instead of going oh. for it when he normally does. I, I was gonna say though, I I don't, I, I, like, I, don't, I like Brandon Staley being a crazy mf and just going for it all the time. I I do like I that, like but him, I don't like him getting away from his roots. I but. I think as far as a feasible and sustainable coaching career and game plan and the way mm-hmm. you're leaning, the way you're yeah. – the direction you're taking the program, I felt that was just smart, you know? Yeah, like, I think – I think I don't want him to lose his aggressiveness as a whole. Yeah, I feel like last he year – He was reckless maybe last yeah. year. I'd like him to be less I, – I think he's less reckless, which is good. I'd still like him to say it. Yeah, I think, but what I'm trying to say is that I mm-hmm. felt like his aggressiveness last year actually cost us some games potentially. That's fair. That's fair. And, but it yeah. didn't cost us the game. It was just yeah. I don't necessarily think it was a bad throw either. I just thought it was pretty good defense. Maybe, maybe it was a pretty bad throw, bad read. Yeah. Um, but he had a great game yesterday. Though. Yeah, Herbert that played great, I, but that. Watson, dude, the rookie. That was just yeah. a good play, and that that play that that was the game. That was yep. that was Chargers should have at least at least had a field goal, but they definitely scored a touchdown. In my opinion, they go up by seven fourth quarter. Um, after that, who knows what happens? I actually think our defense played really well. Yeah, and against Mahomes and company, uh, but obviously that. That was just a really hard play, and I'm optimistic that in the future, uh, I would be that. I mean, we that it was just one play. That yeah. that I can't get over that one play. I, I I would be very optimistic as well. I think, um, really, I I came away from that game. It's a bummer the Chargers lost. I was I was definitely pulling for them, uh, but it's in Arrowhead. I I came away from that game going the Chargers of are one of the three best teams. I think the Bills, Chiefs, and Chargers are the best team in the AFC. I agree. If I had to, if I had to, um, I think the NFC kind of stinks right now. So the AFC, I think my top three are Bills, Chiefs, Chargers in that order, and I think the Chargers have the potential as the season goes on to pass the Chiefs. In my mind, I think they outplayed them. I think, but I can't. It's just Chiefs won. 
Patrick Mahomes. It, the Chargers will need to win in LA, and but I think the Chargers have a real shot of winning that division, especially if they get that game in LA. I also think Chargers have actually a real shot at going to the Super, Super Bowl. Bowl. I, I think so people are so high on the Bills, yeah. and people are going to be as good as the Chargers are, and as good yeah. as people acknowledge the Chargers to be. Yeah, that they're they're still too high on the Bills yeah. and whatever else For is sure. happening. And I think the Chiefs are, of course, in that conversation as well. Definitely. Um, and we've talked about the NFC, how I kind of like right now. I think Eagles-Vikings might be my two teams at the top of the NFC, but that's based off of more of me speculating. That's Whereas based I off like one. Yeah, and these three teams, um, I think these three teams, that I feel way more confident about that. Whereas the NFC, I'd say Bucks. Bucks as the third one with Eagles one, Vikings two. That's that's just me throwing out. There's my top three NFC, top three AFC teams right now, based off of like a week and a game. Gotcha. So, all right. So then let's do our, our game for the week, and then we can wrap up. And then we'll wrap it up, baby. Cool. I'll go. I'll go first. Yeah. I. I'm going to go with my gut here. Mm-hmm. My lock of the week. Raiders play the Cardinals. Raiders are favored by five and a half. I think Raiders crush the Cardinals. I think worse than the Chiefs. I think Raiders, they actually did not play super well, but still almost pulled out a win against the Chargers on Sunday. Uh-huh. And the Cardinals, they just looked bad. They just look bad. I think Derek Carr and Devontae Adams. Are, uh, I think, yeah, I think that's not, a good one. And there's no DeAndre Hopkins. Correct. So I think Cardinals are going to struggle offensively until he comes back. But yeah. that's uh, that's my lock. What's yours? My lock is going to be another uh, letdown versus – team that got embarrassed last week. I think the 49ers covered nine and a half against Seattle this week. It's in San Francisco. San Francisco did not play great last week at all. Uh, Lost to the Bears, but it was horrendous weather. Like, horrendous weather. Um, I think that they bounce back um, and they win the game. There's a lot of rumors about the situation. Um, with Trey Lance and Jimmy G, I think that gets resolved one way or another. I think Trey Lance, the plan is for Trey Lance to still play this week, but there's a lot of rumblings about how that's going. Um, I think the weather played a big factor in that San Francisco Chicago game. So I think San Francisco wins and Seattle coming off that home victory against the Broncos and the Russell Wilson fiasco. Um, they're going on the road to San Francisco. I'm going San Francisco wins by 10. Yeah, I like that. Cool. So, that's all, right. all. And that's it. Yeah. All right. I guess we'll just wrap it up there. And, yeah, uh, that's good with me. Have a good uh, football weekend, everyone. Yeah, I'll see you next week. See you.